Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Educator Essentials, the podcast where we talk with our members about tricks and strategies to aid faculty, preceptors, and those involved in the education of the pharmacy workforce. My name is Gina Lucian, I'm Director of Academic Programs, and today we will be discussing with Elizabeth Poigge about creating preceptor habits in her upcoming educational session titled Nitty Gritty, Identifying, Evaluating, and Fostering Grit at the ASHP National Pharmacy Preceptors Conference that will be held virtually in October. Thank you so much for joining us today, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We're very excited to talk with you today about your expertise as an educator. Now, before we start, we wanted to ask you a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your experience as an educator, as well as some of the different experiences that you've had during COVID-19 as the education models are changing and as we're called to do things a little bit differently. So can you share your experience in the field and also in the past few months? Sure. I'm an ambulatory care pharmacist, and I precept students in an ambulatory care geriatric-focused residency. COVID-19 has definitely changed healthcare as well as changed pharmacy, and of course, my precepting has been changed as well. When COVID hit in March, my practice completely cut out pharmacy services. One day, they called us and they said that the practice was going to cancel all of our patients. I was scrambling, and I needed to figure out what to do. I had learners that I needed to provide an educational experience for, including two students and a resident. So I needed to think fast about how I was going to continue to be able to provide patient care. So me and my practice partner came up with a plan that instead of the practice calling and canceling all of our patients, we'd try to take the current patients that we had and convert all these patients to telephonic care. We started by having our learners call all the patients who are scheduled for the next month to let them know that we would be calling them at a certain time to provide telephonic care. After that, we started out on our new adventure of providing virtual care with learners. We experienced several challenges in providing that virtual uh, patient care while precepting our learners. One of the biggest challenges we faced is how could the learner provide the counseling to the patient while the preceptor was still present to be able to observe and provide feedback. Also, the university really wanted us to socially distance from our students as much as possible. We found out that using Microsoft Teams was something that was a lifesaver for us. Our IT was able to make it HIPAA compliant, and we were really able to precept our learners while providing patient care via Teams. If you think about the four preceptor roles, we had some learners who were still in instruction and modeling, and we could use this program to really shadow us, while others were more into the coaching role. As we were all in the software together, those learners in the coaching phase could call the patient with me listening in on the conversation, which allowed me to provide them some timely quality feedback. My resident was more in a facilitation phase. And so for her, we would just talk about the patient prior, she could call the patient, and then we could debrief afterwards. One other thing that I found challenging about telemedicine is that it can make a preceptor rush through the four stages of precepting too quickly. And it can have some students working in a facilitation role before they're ready. 
which is really hard to be able to give good quality feedback if you're not hearing that direct conversation. Also, this could result in the learner giving patient incorrect information, which is definitely something that we don't want to have happen. Another big negative to this method for pharmacists in general is the lack of ability to bill. Because of the lack of ability to bill for telephonic care in the method that we were using, our clinic returned to in-person care again starting in May for those patients who are comfortable coming back into the office. We had a very, very low patient load in May because a lot of the geriatric patients that we see did not want to come back into the office. So that was another barrier that we faced. One thing that I think this pandemic has once again been able to show is that a barrier that we face as clinical pharmacists with a lack of provider status is being able to bill for the services that we're providing because of not being recognized as providers. Wow, what a journey. I Thank you for sharing that. I mean, the challenge of uh, not being sure how you're going to implement your practice and then starting the practice with the telehealth and then folding in students, it's really just a whole other level of experience that folks have to go through, especially as they are learning their new practice model and also turning it over to their residents and students. So with that said, you mentioned a little bit about your experience. Can you tell us what you think is the biggest challenges that preceptors are facing right now? And then also on the flip side, some opportunities that maybe we can take advantage of in the situation that nobody expected. For me, I think that one of the most pressing challenges that I face myself as a preceptor, and so I'd like to think other people are facing it as well, is the ability to continue to grow and improve on your precepting skills. ASHP is a great resource, and I know that every time I go to the National Pharmacy Preceptor Conference, I'm going to learn something new. And so I love ASHP and that National Pharmacy Preceptor Conference. I also like to talk a little bit about some of the research that myself and several of my colleagues has done surrounding preceptor development that I think could be very impactful. We've developed something called the Habits of Preceptor Rubric, which is a tool that uses a self-assessment seeking approach that allows preceptors to help identify areas of improvement and then allow them to create SMART goals. This is available free for use at www.habitsofpreceptors.com. I suggest that you check it out if you're interested. I continue to use this as a tool for my own preceptor development, and I'd like to share with you guys one of my goals over the next year. I have been working on providing better quality verbal feedback. Full disclosure, I have so many challenges that I face in my everyday role as a preceptor. So one of the important things is that I'm just going to tackle one at a time. And this next year, I'm really working on providing better quality verbal feedback. I work on this every single day to try to improve my precepting habits. And I find that if I work on it every single day, hopefully someday, it's going to become a habit that can stick. That's great. It sounds like you've done quite a bit of research on preceptor development and really honed in on the importance of habits. So can you tell us a little bit about that habit building for our preceptors that are listening and interested in new techniques? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. This is an area that I'm very passionate about. The purpose of the rubric is to provide an opportunity for preceptors really to engage in meaningful preceptor development. The research team set out to identify and describe habits of successful pharmacy preceptors. And the idea of creating and developing a new habit is an important concept. 
as a habit, it's really a behavioral pattern that is acquired by frequent repetition. And if we can make something a habit, we can do it automatically based on cues, and we don't have to necessarily think about it. A habit is something a preceptor will do, even in a busy environment while precepting students. And that's why it's important to try to make some of these things into habits. The research team, along with an, a panel of experts, was able to identify 11 habits of effective preceptors. And these 11 habits fall under three domains, where the preceptor is a practice role model, the preceptor is an effective educator, and the preceptor provides high-quality assessment of learners. That's the feedback area I was just talking about. Completing the habit can be daunting, so when completing it, I recommend that a preceptor chooses one habit to focus on. So let me give you my example of what I mentioned before that I am focusing on. Habit 3.1, providing accurate quality feedback to learners. My self-assessment of this habit is that I was proficient, and I developed a SMART goal to go along with the habit that my SMART goal would be every single day I would be able to provide my learners at least one quality verbal feedback throughout the day that's timely, constructive, and actionable. Now, I don't meet my goal every single day, and some days are busy, and I have to just do the best I can. But I am, I'm a work in progress, and I am continuing to try to make this a habit that I can have stick. That's a great plan. So you mentioned there are 11 habits that were identified by their research team. So in your opinion, what habit is the most important for preceptors to focus on during the pandemic? What would be your recommendation if you had to pick your favorite one for this time? I think I'm going to really focus it mostly on the fact that we are currently in a pandemic because I do think all the habits are important and everybody's at their different or at their individual or needs to decide individually what's the best for them. But I would currently, I think, lean towards habit 2.1 just due to the fact of the healthcare system being continually changing and that experimental training for students is changing. And this habit really relates to creating a positive learning environment. This is a really difficult time for everybody with a lot of change occurring both personal and professionally for most students as well as preceptors. Student wellness has really been a hot topic, and I think we can contribute significantly to student wellness by creating a positive learning environment for our students that's open, responsive, organized, and safe for all of our learners. This habit covers several areas of student wellness, including the preceptor being a student advocate, the rotation being well-organized and well-designed for the student, and the preceptor having an open relationship where the learner can ask questions and provide feedback to the preceptor. If a preceptor encompasses all of these, I think that this can really help create a positive, engaging learning environment for learners. I also think this habit is important with our current learners, some of those millennials or Generation Zs, who tend to learn better in that collaborative type environment. I love that advice, really personalizing the learning and, and making a positive impact 
um, great, great thoughts. For those interested, this tool is also displayed in ASHP's Preceptor Toolkit. So feel free to, to take a peek as you're looking to implement the habits that uh, we're discussing today and many more. So shifting gears a little bit, in a few months, you're actually going to be joining us virtually to deliver a session at the ASHP National Preceptors Conference. So your session entitled The Nitty-Gritty Identifying, Evaluating, and Fostering Grit. Can you tell us a little bit about your session? I would absolutely love to. I'm really excited about this session and sharing with the attendees some of the ideas related to grit that I've been exploring. Grit is defined as passion and perseverance for long-term and meaningful goals. This session is based off of some work that I found very impactful by Dr. Angela Duckworth and her book, which is entitled Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. For those of you that love to read, I'd recommend checking out this book. The session will take attendees through the basics of what grit is. We're going to talk about how we can assess our own grit as well as assess grit in our learners. And then we're planning on giving tips on how to improve grit in yourself as well as in your learners. I'm really excited to share this knowledge with others at the Preceptor Conference. And so I hope those that are listening are able to join in. Absolutely. So you kind of described an overview, but what are some key outcomes and topics that you feel the audience will be walking away from your session with? In addition to what I listed above, the session will explore four key components of grit, interest, practice, purpose, and hope. In terms of interest, attendees will explore goal setting and the importance of really developing a focused interest. For practice, we're really going to discuss the idea of deliberate practice and how to apply this to your pharmacy trainees. In terms of purpose, this relates back to the idea of finding your calling versus just being in a job or a career. And lastly, I really enjoy the idea of hope, which in incorporates the idea of growth mindset, a topic that I know has been presented at previous National Pharmacy Preceptor Conferences. The main take-home point I want individuals to talk away with is that grit can be fostered in learners, and I'm hoping to provide tips on how to create a more gritty culture in individual learning environments. Very, very exciting. We cannot wait for this session, and I'm sure our listeners will be ready to, to learn some more and expand on this topic. So as we're wrapping up today's podcast, and as we're um, wrapping up the, the concept of habits and the idea of grit, can you tell us a little bit about some parting advice that maybe you can share with the learners? What advice do you have for those navigating the situation, whether they're new or seasoned, and how they can continue to build grit and also continue to work with their learners during this time? I have been so lucky that my site has allowed me to still practice pharmacy during the pandemic. First via telehealth and now in person. I know that some preceptors, especially in the hospital environments where PPE was scarce, haven't been so lucky. So I feel very fortunate to still have my site. But this has left a lot of pharmacy students really homeless um, during their rotations. They either had a rotation canceled because their preceptor couldn't take them anymore, or perhaps their preceptor's hours were cut and they're not providing as much pharmacy care. I know we personally have had to do a virtual rotation for some of our students, which didn't even involve direct patient care. And that's really difficult because they don't get the same learning experience. 
So some of my advice would be that if you're able to take students, consider taking extra students as there are so many students right now in need of good rotation experiences. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a wonderful preceptor already, and those students would be super lucky to have you. In terms of teaching students during this pandemic, I think being innovative is the key to success. And make sure that your students are part of this innovation and that they need to know that this rotation may need to be more flexible. If your patient load is lower than normal, like we have found happening at our site, try to find innovative ways to provide the learners a good rotation experience. Some of the things I've done is ramp up our drug information services for our providers, provide some virtual presentations to our staff as well as our cardiologists, and incorporate students in my research efforts, as well as use our downtime in clinic to hold many learning sessions on patients that I found impactful that I've treated over the past year. On the other hand, if your practice is busier than normal, I would suggest that you make sure you provide open communication with your students that they may need to be more self-directed during the rotation. To keep with my theme for the year, in a stressful, busy environment, continue to remember to take time for your students and provide them quality verbal feedback and create a nurturing culture where they can learn and grow. I'd like to share with everybody a personal theme for me this year, which has been to be kind. Be kind to your students, be kind to your colleagues, and most importantly, be kind to yourselves. The pandemic has really caused a lot of individuals to experience extra challenges that they would not normally face. If you can be kind to your students while you are precepting them, we can create an exceptional learning environment that is a safe and rich place for our students to learn. That is wonderful advice. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you so much for being with us on today. Unfortunately, this is all the time we had, but I did want to thank you for joining us and discussing the quality feedback, discussing your session, and then sharing some of your wisdoms and learnings. As we've mentioned before, Elizabeth will be presenting the nitty-gritty identifying, evaluating, and fostering grit during ASHP's virtual national preceptor conference in October. But to find out more information about this session and the rest of ASHP's educational programming during the conference, you can visit preceptors.ashp.org or contact us at ESD, that's Educational Service Division, ESD at ashp.org. Additionally, don't forget to check out ASHP's Preceptor Toolkit online, as well as the habits of preceptors that we mentioned today, and for more resources or guidance for your journey as a preceptor. Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. We look forward to hosting you for our virtual conference in October and for more podcasts on Educator Essentials. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe rate or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.